Don't be an idiot. Changed my life. Expecting the minimum, 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 the minimum. That's a formula I can live by. Don't be an idiot. Get up and do better. Two imperfect pastors trying to figure <laughs> it out. All right, what's going on? And welcome to Don't Be an Idiot. This is our weekly podcast uh, with a goal of just, well, getting up each day and doing a little bit better. Trying not to be an idiot, learning from our mistakes, failing, getting up, being better. We talk about pastoring, we talk about parenting, we talk about all kinds of things. Husbandering. If that's a word, we talk about that too. Uh, we don't talk about wifing a lot. Nope. Uh, maybe I have one day no we'll experience that. wifing. No. Uh, but today I'm kind of excited because Caleb, just in a couple days, it's the 28th now. So mm-hmm. uh, the third, the Advent season starts. Woohoo. Now, you're a Baptist and I'm Baptist, which means. I actually have never been Baptist. Well, except for the last 20 years of your life or 15 years of your life. Uh, we don't do talk about I Advent am? a lot, do we? Uh, so no. give us a little bit of that. What, what just give us the 15 second Advent? Yeah. Me? Yeah, go for it. Uh, Advent is the uh, four Sundays leading up to Christmas in a, in a way of just celebrating and, and looking forward to, to the birth of Christ. Okay. But don't take my word for no, it. No, no. We have a guest today, which we're very excited about. She just wrote a devotion book. I'm, I'm in day two of it now. I'm excited for it. Uh, oh, so you started early. Well, I think she started early. We'll see. Um, <laughs> about Advent specifically, she goes to our church. Uh, and so please welcome Reggie Kasner. Reggie, how are you doing today? Good. Thank you for having me on. Yes, we're really, really excited. We like having guests. So uh, tell us about you a little bit. Tell us yeah. about and tell us about your devotion a little bit, too. Okay. So I'll start with me. Um, I'm a mom and wife, which the mom part is probably what led me to adding Advent into my life. Mm. And um, I'm a wellness coordinator, so uh, people's health and wellness, and including their spiritual wellness, is always in my mind, um, just in in general. But I'm a mom, and I just became a grandma last Tuesday. So I'm pretty excited, and that pretty much... Um, Umbrella's everything right now, so it's a good good time. Yeah, you can't get into a conversation with Matt and Reggie. Matt is Reggie's husband right now without hearing about the new baby. So uh, their oldest, Hannah, and her husband, Quentin, just had a new baby. So uh, boy or girl, what's the name, Reggie? Girl, thank you for asking. <laughs> uh, her name is Kennedy Harper, and Kennedy it's a family Harper. name for on Quentin's side. So, yeah, it's pretty awesome, and all the kids are pretty much in love with her, so... It's, it's been fun. It's so fun t- to have grown up kids. Yeah, tell us a little bit about it, each of your kids and okay. uh, maybe a little bit about Matt, your husband. Okay, so you're hitting all my highlights here. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Matt and I have been married 28 years. And Congratulations. In- yeah. Thank you. Mount City for 22. He is in advertising, marketing, coaching, graphic design. And we have four a kids. Lo- a lot of areas. <laughs> yeah. A lot of areas, yes. Um, Hannah is campus minister with her husband at KU, um, with a group called, called the greatness. They just had Kennedy. Luke is a student at KU married to Caitlin. She is awesome too. He's an industrial design major. And then Allie is a junior at Pitt state. She's graphic design major. And Lizzie is a sophomore at Fort Scott, getting ready to transfer to Fort Scott. Or, sorry, getting ready to transfer to Pittsburgh. She's in marketing. 
So it's it's a good season to be a mom. Oh man, that's awesome! All your kids are yeah. doing great. Uh, yeah. I don't know sure if you remember this, Reggie, but Sean and I's first week here, we had dinner at your house. You guys came to our house. Uh, your kids would be the first family we had all the way through the youth ministry. Shauna was mm. uh, just the Kasners have been had played a big part. So probably some highs and lows there. <laughs> I think in all ministry, <laughs> there's yeah. just, you know, in, in life. So. so when I moved here, I I actually was single when I moved here. Uh, I I came and stayed three weeks, uh, and then I went back to Ohio and got married and then brought my wife out. For those three weeks, I kind of lived at the Kasner's You were house. a Kasner for those three I, weeks. Uh, I ripsticked around <laughs> with, with Luke, and uh, yeah, that's, uh, yeah. It was a good time. You guys have always been very welcoming uh, and including, and, and we greatly appreciate that. So uh, start talking to us a little bit about Advent and, and what is Advent? You can give a much better description, I'm sure, than I did. Yeah. Well, um, you did a good job. So Advent, the arrival, arrival anticipate and anticipation. So both the arrival of Christ when Jesus came to earth and then at the same time we're anticipating Christ's return. So it's mm-hmm. those four weeks, and yeah, it starts December 3rd. It's always that fourth, the four Sundays. The study does start early. Okay, I wasn't early. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So <laughs> if you don't, if you wait to start it till the 3rd, which will be the official first day, then you'd finish right around the new year, which oh, isn't bad. Either. cool. I started early, too. I like to wrap things up on, <laughs> the, on the date, so yeah. that's why, um, and when I first wrote it that was the date I had in mind I just I wanted to keep it um plus if let's say you have a a rough day and you don't fit it in instead of forcing it you give yourself an extra day yeah Um, you can give yourself an extra day taking you like to get to December 3rd like it'll all work out so the arrival of Christ and then also anticipation for me Advent started when um Mom, young kids didn't grow up with Advent. None of the, just that was not. Um, I don't even know if I knew what Advent was, mm-hmm. mm. but Christmas season would hit and it would be so um, wonderful, but crazy. And I just kept feeling like I'm checking my list, you know, <laughs> doing all the things and stressed. And I have moments I love about Christmas, but I'm missing the point. Mm. And we do a thing, and we still do it, where I make cinnamon rolls for Christmas morning, and we put a candle in them, and I sing happy birthday. We sing happy birthday to Jesus. And that started when Hannah was a baby, and I started with store-bought rolls, and now it's a much bigger deal. Hmm. But um, just because it's way yummier to make my own rolls. But um, just we get to that morning and to be like, Ah, I'm stressed, and that's not what this is about. And can you hear that? It's okay. We'll keep going. <laughs> yeah. Um, pause. So it was a stressed time, and I didn't want that. And I wanted the kids. I guess I also wanted to um, be an example of Christ first during such a busy month that's supposed to be about mm-hmm. Him. Anyway, so that was the beginning of it. And I also wanted, um, I just wanted the pause to quiet my heart. I'm not even sure what study. I don't even know when I thought back, like, when did I begin, um, like, 
did I do a study first? Like something, somehow I learned like the details. So if we broke down Advent, usually they, there's like the four candles. There's mm-hmm. hope, right? like hope, peace, love, and joy. So each week you can focus on one of those. My study itself doesn't. It goes, Jesus is the light. And then it talks about just because we're going through the book of John throughout. And the scripture is the focus. Mm-hmm. So, um, Really, I think I'm so busy in my mind, and I, with the study, when I look back, I feel like the Lord used it to help me quiet. Yeah, that's good. I was like two centimeters over the line. I'm on a college campus. It gets loud with classes in. Yes. Um, so it was that pause. It was like learning to to be still, which wasn't something I made. I guess I just didn't grow up with that practice. Mm. So with the Advent study, it's focused on learning to be quiet so you can learn about who you are and be vulnerable so God can teach you a little bit more. And hopefully by the time you hit Christmas, you've let go of some of the junk Mm. that you can just really um, have grown I pray that with the court, any Advent study, but that you really can, there's just, you've grown, your gift to yourself is that you made time for the Lord and he always shows up. Mm. Yes. Now in the structure of your book, you kind of have three different ways that you want someone to go through it. It was the the scripture, the contemplating, and I know you, you love the movement. I think you called it the side of it. Mm -hmm. The, you know, you're looking at different kinds of health of a person. So can you talk about your that, those three structures and what you're trying to get out there? Yeah. So, uh, and it kind of goes back to the being busy in the head when your mind's always busy. Um, for me, movement is the best way to get out of my head mm. just to clear some of that clutter. So, and, and so having movement as part of the practice, my hope is that you can get out of your head to see what's in your head and yeah. the movement just helps that speed it up. Um, also when I ask you to do a prayer, that's not normal Baptist prayer. So we're quiet. Like it's the practice of breathing, breath prayer, um, and just different prayers where you are learning to be quiet. And it's not about what you have to say to God. It's Mm. about you listening. And when you've moved first, it just makes it easier to get still and quiet the voices in your head or at least that's my experience and my hope for anyone that's doing the study so there's god's word that's number one we're in focus mainly in john two is prayer the quiet meditation silent prayer three is the movement so the all three together are like they're all my favorites i guess yeah (laughs) my favorites well i got to practice day two today um and I went to the gym this morning first thing, and I came home to my quiet time, read the John passage, and then tried this breath prayer that I had never done, uh, and just whatever's going on in my life, like, I was like, what, what do I need? What, you know, what is, what is God calling me for? And it was just this, I remember breathe, the inhale was peace, like peace, and then, then the, the reading was like, okay, now, what's the solution? And then I just thought of, uh, you know, the Sermon on the Mount, like, be a peacemaker. Like, and so it just, it was about two or three minutes of just, in my, my house, my kids running around trying to get ready for school. You're going to be like peace and then need to be a peacemaker. It was, it was a really cool thing. I, I really, really appreciated it and loved it. So I would encourage anyone <laughs> to try these. So 
can you give us uh, some of the examples? Just because uh, for for those of us that aren't familiar with it, what do you, what exactly do you mean by by movement? What what is what are you asking us to do here? Oh, that's a good question. So I keep it really general, and I put in there like three minutes. Can you do three minutes of movement if you don't already exercise? If you already exercise, that'll count. Mm. So I'm not going to ask you to take up a new type of exercise. And I give you options like maybe you can jump in, do jumping jacks. And if you okay. haven't been exercising, like 10 seconds on, take 10 seconds off. Mm. Maybe it's getting outside and going for a walk, um, throwing some push-ups in there. So nothing complicated. Anything, <laughs> yep, anything you could do. Um, in your house, you don't, you could do wall push-ups. You don't even have to hit the floor. Um, just something to get your heart rate up and to get moving. Um, it gives you a different focus. Yeah. So talk to me a little bit about that. What does moving do in your body uh, that, that helps you focus? So a uh, couple of things. When you move, you're breathing, which you're breathing anyway. Mm. But and your heart rate gets up. So uh, chemicals are released and endorphins get released, which will, one, help you feel better just mm. in the moment. And then when you breathe well, you feel better later on too. Another thing is, um, like there's a term, movement is medicine, right? You're getting rid of the, so you're literally working through the gunk in your body can get unstuck and move. So that's physically that's happening, right? Your lymph gets stuck when we move more, which is one of our 12 systems that helps it release. So if you're not feeling good, sometimes all you need to do is move. Mm -hmm. But mentally what happens is when you start to move, you it's like those things in your brain. It's just like suddenly there's a clear perspective. It's just, it shifts. It's a different, it's like going upside down, doing a headstand. Like everything shifts. Like you're just, you're turning it upside down. You don't have to do a headstand, do a forward fold. Then you don't have to go upside down. You're just switching the gears in your brain. It's like a reset. We all need reset, or I think all of us need resets at some point. I actually, you were the first one of that I heard use that term. It, it's a brain reset with that forward fold, bend down, touch your toes. Uh, started incorporating that just with my own uh, parenting with my kids. Hey, uh, go down and do push-ups, bend forward and, and touch your toes and, and just give your brain uh, a reset. And that, that's a great term. It, it makes it very clear what you're trying to do. And it's, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Um, so that, that's a great, a great thing there. Talk to me a little bit about the peace because the, 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 the breathing, the silence, what, what's the, the goal there? So sometimes when you get silent, or maybe that's it's not going to be your situation, but when I get quiet, um, what can happen is your mind goes in overload with everything you have to do, everything you wish you'd done, all the shoulds, should'ves, um, instead of like just being your your body might be silent, your mouth might be silent, but the inside's not silent. So the goal with the silent prayer, and we use the breath prayer in this, and then. And I'm sorry, there's so much noise. I thought I was in a quiet spot. You're doing fine. Um, yep. Okay, there's Lexio Divino, Vino prayer also, where you're praying back scripture. But the what happens when we get silent, and you have to practice it, like it's not a, and every day is a new day. But when we get silent, and we're intentionally like 
Lord, I surrender. Like I'm giving you this time. I want to hear from you instead of me doing all the talking. Mm. You may have like two seconds of that where you like feel it, mm-hmm. but those two seconds can carry you through the whole day because it's, it's that peace that pr- surpasses all understanding. Mm. Like when, when God gives you that peace, it's different. And, um, so the peace that I pray that you get with the study when you practice the prayer is just, it's really the peace of God and not just, I'm going to have a good attitude about this. Mm. Yeah. But let him do the changing, the shifting. So, you know, you, the, you talked early on about Advent where you didn't grow up with Advent. You know, um, we have similar, I, I knew the church you grew up in. Your dad, you know, uh, was a leader, was a pastor of his church, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, for a lot of people I've done Advent, it can be kind of scary. And specifically, I think for moms who some of these traditions, especially with the kids kind of fall on, like, how would you encourage a new mom or just maybe not a new mom, but a mom that has, you know, teenagers who really likes this idea, but doesn't really know where to start? Like, how did you start? You know, how did you find success with your kids? That's a great question. And uh, so make it simple because you don't want to get stressed with start starting something that you're wanting your kids to pick up later on, even if they don't get it right now. So mm. make it so easy that it's hard not to do it. It's just like with exercise. Mm. Make it harder to not make it happen than to make <laughs> it happen. Yeah. So... Like when I first started, literally, I think I took the book of, um, I took the book of Luke and I just did a chapter a day. Like I just split it up over the month and then I might've repeated, like I just went through it. I might've split it. I didn't even make myself do the whole book, whole chapter a day if I didn't have the time so that I'd actually like think about what I was reading instead of just checking it off my list, like make it more than a check off like this. I want to get something out of it more than saying I did it. So if you have younger kids um, and you both have examples since you've been practicing it already, but just opening God's word up together and just doing a little bit and then choose one thing to talk about. Like Mm -hmm. don't, you don't have to break down the whole chapter and their brains aren't all the way done developing, so it wouldn't matter if you did or didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great like, that's a great reminder right there. Like, hey, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but do it. Yeah, that's good. It's not gonna stick. Like, like those little uh, moments where aha moments with them, they don't look like. I guess they don't look like I imagined they'd look. They're small. <laughs> But the encouragement is one of these days you're going to have those moments where they were listening. They got it at yeah. their level. And now you're seeing the fruit. And sometimes it doesn't come for a long time. Like <laughs> it, you, you're going to go through teen years first and you may not see the fruit. Yeah, absolutely. But what you're doing now, those bite-sized moments and them seeing the good and not the, we have to do this because... But the beauty of we do this because I want you to know how awesome it is to love God yeah. and for you to know what, it's to, what it feels like for God to love you. Mm. Like, those are the things that are going to carry them and that are going to show back up when they're ready, if they're not ready at a time before that. That's the cool of Advent, I guess, to me. is just it's that anticipation. Yes, God's coming back. 
but what he's doing now, like we get to anticipate what he's doing now. Oh, that's so good. Uh, I think waiting for at least modern Christians right now might be a, one of the harder things to do. Like we don't really understand what it meant for the 400 years of silence between the old Testament and the new Testament, of Jesus coming, you know what I mean? Uh, we get mad when we don't see instant prayers answered, you know, uh, and Advent's just this great way of like, yep, waiting's hard. <laughs> You're called to be patient and wait. Uh, that's so good. Hey, why did you pick John? Cause Luke is the traditional, like read Luke for Christmas. So you know, share with us there. I think God helped me with that one. Cause even as I go back, I'm like, you know, I feel like, um, he just must've known what I needed at the time. And then would know a few years later, because I can't, rem- I just remember thinking I've always loved John. Mm-hmm. I've loved the, um, just, I don't know. Christ is just, he's just so divine in the book. Um, as I've read back through it with the study and then just reading again in my own practice, I'm like, this is so messy. Why did I pick John? <laughs> it's messy. What is life? It's messy. Um, so I think the, the deity of Christ is why I first chose it in my mind. But I think God just knew that um, I needed at certain points, like it was the right book for for the right time then and the right time now. Um, yeah. And I do keep back to that messy because I mean, culture right now is messy and what our kids are living in is messy. And the way Jesus handled things, sometimes I'm like, oh my goodness, that was messy. Yeah. And, mm. But he's God. He knew, like, he knows what we don't know. He knows why it needed to come across like it did, whether it's the way I would have done it or not. Like <laughs> he knew why it needed to be that way. And just uh, that I, that's it. So it started with the deity and then the rest, I think he just, God just was like, this is the, this is the right one for this study. So. Oh, that's really good. One of the things I think that you're, contributing right like there's there's dozens and dozens of advent books and um and and things to do but one of the things i think that you're contributing to the um available resources that i think is unique and very very powerful is this combination of scripture well it's the it's the three things that you were talking about but the the movement and i i think for me as a, a dad with young kids this idea of movement in bringing that movement and breath and then bringing it back to meditating on Christ is so good. And that's, that's a new thing. It's a new thing in that it's super old, but it's a thing we've forgotten. And I think for us as a church in this moment in time is so key. Uh, one of my favorite podcasts is by uh, dad tired and they, they just were talking about Advent and they, they had somebody on as well. And, and she talked about the challenge of silence and solitude. And, and so I I was excited to already begin to try bringing that in with my own kids of we're going to experience, we're going to practice silence. But now with what I'm hearing uh, from you and, and, and trying to combine some of this in together is I want to do movement and then intentional silence as a part of this, this whole Advent building. And Advent, I think, is this beautiful time because you've got the Christmas lights and then the candles and and you can gather on the tree and you can light some uh, good smelling candles and and then just getting kids to sit and and I think I could start doing that. My nine, seven, and five. I got young kids, but I should start teaching them at this age 
So they're not an anxious, fidgety, 35-year-old. <laughs> yes. You know, like uh, yeah. learning at this age, at, at five, seven, and nine, to still your heart, be still, and know that I am God. Uh, and, and, and in order for you to be still, that requires you to have slowed your breathing. And, and slowing breathing happens after after exercise. You're yeah. tying your, telling your body what to do. It, it, that's a beautiful beautiful combination there. Um, so uh, I really appreciate that. I'm super excited to keep going through the study, Reggie. You said you've done Advent for a number of years now. Like, I mean, maybe a little insight to you. Is there something that you're hoping to hear from God in this Advent season? Like, uh, that, that's a little bit on the spot question, a little more personal, maybe. But like, maybe like this is a prayer. Uh, that you have, you know, in this Advent season, you're hoping God to move in. Um, that's a good question. Um, I've been in another season of just change, like mm. just a new job, um, and just letting some things go. Um, I guess I've just to be, be open. Um, so I, I don't know if it's what I've, I'm hoping to get out of it, except that. I can uh, just that I can be open to what he has for me right now. Mm. And uh, maybe because it's just been a big season of change. So maybe it's just that rest Mm. that he can give uh, because it's been a good season of change. Like Mm. I asked for the change and he provided it, but just his rest in that change when it's because you're in it, you have young kids, you're busy. I'm still busy as an empty nester. Hmm. It just changes how you're busy and just, um, just that pulling back and just maybe let him surprise. How can he surprise me? How will he surprise me this month? Um, in what way, like the last big changes, they weren't ones I expected the way they turned out. Um, so yeah, just how will he surprise me? That's really cool. I was thinking the reading this morning, it was Mary, getting, you know, or yeah, it was Mary getting told, hey, old favored one, God's about to do something big. And she's shocked at first and then basically says, do what you will. Mm. I'm here for it. So I'm here, like, what is waiting if it's not trust in God? Mm. You know what I mean? And so uh, it's weirdly lined up with our church's uh, seasons too because we're moving from this trust series and we're starting in John and Christmas and then John for the whole next year. I, I... when I first saw the book, I asked Joe, our pastor, I said, was this on purpose? He goes, no, it just kind of happened. And I was like, I'm going to call it on purpose <laughs> because maybe, this is maybe not our purpose, not our purpose, but, but it was somebody definitely, has a purpose. <laughs> someone had a purpose here. It was just super cool. Reggie, as we yeah, I thought, go ahead. No, I just thought that too. And Joe, Joe said, well, did you know that we're actually getting ready to go into John? I said, no. <laughs> the- so. It's amazing. It'll prove to be messy, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Hey, as we uh, be- begin, just is there anything you would like to say to, to maybe some young parents? Uh, obviously, we talk a lot about dad stuff, uh, but we do have some young moms that are that are listening. You know, you've you've been through it. Uh, you're, you're now in the emptiness phase. So do you have any message of encouragement or just anything you'd want to say to some young moms and maybe some just young parents in general? Um, yeah, just enjoy the, the house is going to get messy. It's okay. Mm. Just enjoy those moments with the kids. Like you don't, you still get hugs from your grown up kids, but 
you don't get those little hugs, you know, that pure little hugs and, um, let them see what it's like to love Jesus. Um, and then when it's hard, like they don't have to know the details, but if it's, if it's hard, you know, sometimes you have to apologize as a parent, like, Mm. yeah, I shouldn't have said that I overreacted. Just do it quick, get it done and then let it go. And just as you choose your battles, whether that's how complicated you want to make Advent with them before they celebrate with the chocolate or whatever, or it's doing, you know, what they're choosing to wear for how you're choosing, how they choose their clothes. Like Mm. just, I remember hearing it all the time, choose your battles, but yeah, just what is the most important and just keep that in mind and then let some of those other things go. It'll work out. I think I needed to hear that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Just choosing battles and all of that. So that's good. Reggie, thank you so much. So tell us, uh, name your book and where it can be found. Okay. It's Journey to Christmas and it's Advent Study. It can be found on Amazon or if you're at FBC or you're coming to the studio for classes, I will have them there this Sunday. Um, but Amazon, it's there. You'll just, because it's self-published, you'll want to look. I think you can find it under Advent Journey to Christmas, but throw my name in there. It's under Regina Kastner. Thank you for asking. We'll put a link and, to that um, yeah. in our show notes. Yeah, journey, thank you. Journey to Christmas. And then um, you asked for an idiot story. Oh, yes. Did you think of one? It's not a perfect idiot story, but it's all <laughs> I can. I'm very good at thinking on the spot. So I just... I think this it leads up to the advent, and um, I guess it's a long period of idiotness. <laughs> the best kind. <laughs> That's the. <laughs> I would um, every October because you know you're always on. Well, we were always on a budget, as when you have kids and you want to buy the moon and you can't yep. buy the moon. Mm-hmm. And I'd print out this. Um, I still remember it was green. It's to be this Christmas calendar, like just. Um, um, just all like I was making my list, like what I was going to buy everybody and what we could fit in and be the whole family. And, and I love to make things. So I'm sure I made too many gifts that people really didn't care about that. I, um, but I really love to make things. And, um, just that, I guess it's just telling on myself is just, you know, getting to Christmas and like having missed the point. Mm. I was so worried about that list and mm. getting everything done. And, um, you know, some of those, and sometimes the gifts failed and <laughs> I bought what I thought the kids would want. And it, yeah, I was the idiot and just, I should have let them, you know, go and look, I just made yeah. other choices, but, um, just don't just show up Christmas morning, just, <laughs> just loving on your people and yeah. not worried about the list. I mean, that was, I got too worried about the list sometimes so that's not a funny idiot story but it's the truth like, it's a true it's a true one it's, it's, it's just funny because it hurts painful everybody yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. there's a lot of hurt yeah. yeah there's a reason i needed the i was drawn to the contemplative prayer and mm-hmm. i just was an idiot a lot so it uh, was uh, it's helped i'm not i'm not saying i'm not an idiot but it's helped <laughs> Painful life life experiences seem to always be the best teacher yes. for some yeah. some reason. So well, yeah. I'm excited for your first Christmas with Kennedy and getting <laughs> some of those cute little hugs. Or I guess it'll be the finger grasps for now, yeah. the baby yeah. finger grasps. And Grandma like, Reggie, you get to experience those 
again because you guys have run such a good race with your kids. It, so uh, we we should been good. God's been good. We should have led with this. Uh, you have the opportunity, th- this one time. Oh no! To choose your own name. So does <laughs> Kennedy have any special name for you? Ooh. Not that she can speak yet, but so, w- will she have a special name for you? Well, w- at first I was going to be, this is long, I was going to be Gigi. And then my mom wanted to be Gigi. So I just went back to grandma. Classic. Classic. I- I'm pretty sure I'm just going to go with by grandpa. Like, I- I'm going to hold it open, but I'm pretty, pretty normal. So, yeah. Yeah. Maybe she'll, maybe Kennedy will have a new name for me. <laughs> okay. And then it'll be the greatest name ever, too. So yeah, it will, it will be. I'll <laughs> Thank and you, Reggie. Yes, yeah, so much. Uh, and uh, I guess for all of you, you heard it here. Don't be an idiot. Uh, be intentional with your family in Advent. We'll see you next time. Don't be an idiot. Changed my life. Expecting the minimum. The minimum. minimum the minimum. That's a formula I can live by. Don't be an idiot. Get up and do better. Two imperfect pastors trying to figure it out. 